the lingering pandemic has been associated with a number of surprising economic outcomes, including booming stock and housing markets. Another peculiarity relates to the growing course of complaints across America regarding a shortage of labor. As indicated by The Economist magazine, if one looks at headline statistics, employers should be having an easy time finding workers. Unemployment is elevated, and through March, there were 8 million fewer people with jobs. Nonetheless, many employers are presently unable to ramp up operations due to a lack of staff. Early last month, Bloomberg reported that Delta Airlines had canceled 100 flights because of a lack of available employees. People have become so difficult to find that a cafe in California has turned to robots to greet customers and deliver food. A branch of McDonald's has been paying potential workers $50 just to turn up for an interview. There are at least three potential explanations for these worker shortages. First, that unemployment insurance and other benefits are too generous, resulting in many people choosing to avoid accepting a job. Second, fear of infection. And third, that the employment opportunities are now more concentrated in certain communities where unemployment is already relatively low. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. For much of the pandemic period, operating an airline has meant mothballing jets, laying off workers, and negotiating with governments for bailout funds in a desperate effort to remain out of bankruptcy. So one might think that there would be few entrepreneurs looking to start a new airline in such an environment. But as indicated in a recent article authored by Allison Sider and two others, an emerging class of entrepreneurs believes that this is a great time to start an airline. These upstart airlines are cropping up across the world. More than 90 new carriers, most with funding already secured, have plans in place to take off before the end of the current year. Some of these upstarts are emerging from the ashes of airlines that faltered during the pandemic. But Sider and her co-authors indicate that others have been waiting for air travel to manifest signs of recovery so that they can activate plans that have been in existence. Most are hoping that they can purchase heavily discounted aircraft, snap up coveted space at once congested airports, and also hire pilots and flight attendants who are presently between jobs. Among the airlines expected to start up in America are Avello Airlines, set to operate in California, and Breeze Airways, which will focus on mid-size U.S. cities. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Many of us are still actively striving to forget 2020. But for all of its tragedies, dislocations, and inconveniences, there were some positive aspects to last year, including from the perspective of the global environment. It was a bit more than a year ago that nations were busily locking down their economies amid spiraling COVID-19 infections, rising fatality totals, and overwhelmed medical centers. As indicated by The Economist magazine, environmentalists and others pointed out that there was a potential silver lining to the pandemic, a dramatic decline in the world's use of fossil fuels. This, in turn, would reduce global greenhouse gas emissions, which would give the world's environment time for some healing. As it turned out, thanks to diminished demand for oil, coal, and gas, global energy-related carbon emissions declined by nearly 6% in 2020, which translates into nearly 2 gigatons of carbon dioxide. This reduction in and of itself will have little to no long-term impact on global temperatures, however. Those depend upon cumulative emissions in the atmosphere. What's more, in a new report from the International Energy Agency, energy-related carbon dioxide emissions will rise nearly 5% this year, driven by a dramatic rebound in the burning of coal, particularly in China. For WIPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.
During 2021's initial months, auto sales represented a major driver of U.S. economic growth. As indicated by Commerce Department data, spending on motor vehicles and parts rose nearly 13% during the year's first quarter. Writer Neil Boudet indicates that strong sales of new and used vehicles were propelled by consumers who had either delayed purchases earlier in the pandemic, as well as by others who want to rely less on public transit or shared transportation services like Uber due to COVID-19. Two rounds of stimulus payments since late December also represent a major factor, along with low interest rates, available credit, rising home and stock prices, and strong trade-in values for used models. Despite an ongoing shortage of computer chips that forced temporary shutdowns of many auto plants, the number of cars and light trucks sold increased 11% from a comparable period a year earlier, according to Edmunds.com. Ford Motor Company reported that it earned a $3.3 billion profit during the quarter, its highest total since 2011. The company produced 200,000 fewer vehicles during the quarter than planned. Given the scarcity of available units for sale, it's no surprise that the average selling price of Fords was 8% higher than a year ago. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu. Here's another sector that is expected to come back strong in 2021, advertising. As indicated by the Wall Street Journal, American companies are expected to spend 15% more on advertising this year than they did last year. Surging consumer confidence is among the many factors inducing more companies to invest in advertising to raise their brand profiles. According to Group M, an ad buying giant, the rate of ad spending growth is likely to be the fastest in the post-World War II era. Some advertising platforms will benefit more than others. In particular, major players in digital advertising, including behemoths, Google, and Facebook, are absorbing ever-rising market share. But the growth in advertising will be sufficient to result in improvement in some traditional marketing platforms. For instance, Group M expects TV advertising to grow more than 9% this year. However, newspapers and magazines will continue to struggle to attract advertising dollars. Marketers indicate that they continue to shift more money toward digital ads because they offer better return on investment. Beer giant Anheuser-Busch indicates that it has concluded that consumers are spending more time on digital media, particularly now that traditional TV isn't reaching the audience sizes it once did. For WYPR and my producer Luke Spicknall, I'm Aniban Basu.